This is the ninth one. No, no. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio. Alright guys, welcome to the show. I'm Keith Razor, along with my trusty sidekick, Alan Lee. Yeah man, Heidi Ho. <laughs> One and only. Tonight we have a great guest in the studio. You guys can have seen him on The Hangover and Due Date. And uh, we're just going to introduce him right now, the great Brody uh, Stevens. How you doing, Yeah, Pally? man. This is you got it. Awesome to be here. <laughs> L.A. Talk Radio. <laughs> Bro- Brody, did you uh, happen to watch the Comedy Central roast last night? I didn't see it. Not yet. I'm waiting to uh, make time for it. But no, I was driving, so I missed it. But I know it was uh, you know, a lot of buzz, yeah. a lot of uh, stuff, after, mm-hmm. a lot of and culture attacks from yeah, what yeah. I hear. Yeah, that's what it was. She was she was doing a very very not that well and then it was weird cuz everyone else did great. And I only bring this up cuz it happened last night so I thought that was pretty topical that it It's on the buzz. It is on the buzz. So, how you doing, Brody? What's going on? I'm doing great. Uh it's good to be here in the San Fernando Valley. I've been traveling, driving, performing, periscoping, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff. I've been on the go, pushing hard, probably through Thanksgiving. Wow, I'll slow it. No, I will slow down, but I just have to follow the energy, follow the action, go where it's at, yeah. and get laughs on stage. At the end of the day, you know, oh, it's like getting laughs on stage when you're a stand-up comedian. You can do all this other stuff, but. I feel that if you can't rein it all in and get your... Because when you get laughs on stage, it kind of, you know, gives you the... Not freedom, but it kind of gives you excuses for doing outside-the-box stuff in the afternoon. Yeah. Like, oh, you're on Periscope, you're doing weird stuff. Well, maybe. Is it? Am I so weird? Because at (laughs) night, I seem to get on stage and get laughs. So I'm really not that out of it yeah if, if people think that being i'm being out of it and you gotta like for me the the live streaming the periscope is just gives you an example to seems like to you explore. really enjoy that too like you love periscope i like it because i don't have to book things i really i don't book a guest or anything yeah. like that yeah i mean i just pretty much go yeah and i can do play with the surroundings mm-hmm. where i'm at but mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on how I feel. Some days I don't feel like doing a certain kind of periscope. Maybe I just want to, you know, exercise and drum mm-hmm. and show that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to show, you know, the preparation leading up to doing a comedy set. Sometimes I'll show the actual comedy set. Then I'll show after what I, you know. So I feel with a periscope, I can let people in. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, excuse me, I think comedians talk about how Oh, aren't you nervous about giving away stuff or your jokes or that sort of thing? That's yeah. That's what I was going to ask you because like you, you're always joking on those. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there there may be some of that, but I also feel that if I have five thousand views on a Periscope on a set I did, ooh, five thousand people saw it. Yeah, the whole scheme of things that's nothing compared to what you would have hopefully on a special. Yeah, in terms of views. And also, I feel it's just the more I do it, the better, the more pressure on me. Not bad pressure, but, oh, there is an audience. And if I can be creative still, knowing that, oh, they're watching me on Periscope, I think that just makes me a stronger performer. Yeah, and I watch you on Periscope. Like, I'm just now getting into Twitter, but, like, you know, you're always on it. And then whenever, three or four times I've watched you, you've been doing baseball ones. And, like, that's really cool because, like, baseball is cool. Well, I played baseball yeah. growing up, you know. It's in my blood. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, it's a part of what I do. Yeah. I do like baseball. And I do – I'm able to show stuff like that on Periscope. You can yeah. show a video. I'm at Dodger Stadium or in, I'm in Wrigley Field in Chicago. Crank up the Periscope. Boom. Boom. And knowing some people that I know in baseball and getting 
to maybe be down in the dugout before the game and crank up a periscope. It's not like I have a whole crew of guys with me. It's just me. Yeah. What are you taking right there? Yeah, what? Just you talking. Right out of the gate? <laughs> goes, so just natural, uh, natural. You oh, should yeah. have asked them for You know, that's what the guys, oh, here, here's the deal. Alan? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm deleting it. I mean, <laughs> but that's, you know, I'll be at the improv or some club, any kind of club. Sure. Any kind of club. And, you know, comedy clubs, and, like, you're on within two or three minutes, they're taking a photo of you. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm not comfortable yet on stage. Yeah, you're going to get a shot of me not being comfortable, which is fine, I guess. Yeah. I'm not saying you specifically, Alan. No. But I'm saying <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that I goes on. I know. You know, and it's like... Let's go on. I'm, I'm not saying don't delete it. I'm just saying that... <laughs> But that's what happens at these I know, clubs. I know. Yeah. So you'll take a photo of me. It's like I'm not even. Not warm, I'm not even warmed, warmed up. up. I'm not even connected with yeah. the audience. Let's you. grab a photo. Pull that focus. Yeah. That's, you know, these are basic comedy 101. I was so focused on you. I just I went into the zone for a moment, and I looked. And I said, "Wow, Brody Stevens." And I just, I just, you know. Well, I'm. You I know what? I'm, I'm fine that it happened because you know I was able to to bring that up. But no. you don't want to be overwhelmed. This no. is this is yeah. Los Angeles. This no. is Hollywood. You're around people, and you can't Thank be you. overwhelmed. No, not at all. <laughs> that, that's why I think a lot of people like to do the pictures after the shows. Yeah, you yeah. know because yeah because comedy clubs don't usually let you take pictures during the show. No. But I'm talking about even guys working there. Yeah, yeah. You know, for their website or for hey, we got Brody on stage now. I got to stop these guys sometimes. And go, oh yeah, hey, I, I, yeah. And I, what what do you do? You're distract. I just got on stage. I'm seeing movement. You're focusing on me with your yeah. camera. I'm yeah. trying to do comedy, and you're worried <laughs> no, it's, about it's putting the, energy, the photo up on your thing. It's the energy too. It's a it's a it's an energy that is you know, sort of interrupting. I agree. Yeah, and I don't mind. I I just feel like. I want. I like to get my 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 footing. Yeah, you know, with the stand up set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I try to again. I try to have fun with it. At the end of the day, you know, I'm a comedian, so I have to deal with that stuff. Very good, all the time. You know, I, I won't blame others. Oh, it's yeah. always up to me. If I say yes, I'm here. You, I mean, you can bl- you can. There's reasons. I hear you, but I won't call it blame. No, thank you. S- speaking speaking of blame, uh, I have a question. Uh, do you ever like? Because a lot of comics, when I go to the comedy store sometimes, and I don't want to mention names, but they do bad because they just had an off night, but they always blame the audience. Do you believe in blaming the audience? I think there's all... I, I don't know about blame the audience. I mean, are you talking about the comedy store or anywhere? Oh, anywhere. anywhere. But, I, I mean, I've seen it happen at the comedy store. Like, if they're just not... I mean, there's situations where audiences aren't l- laughing or listening. Yeah. They're not listening. They're not laughing. No. The, the room is not set up properly or but to blame an audience i try not to do that i mean i've done that before i think all comedians have i've done it before but i don't like doing it yeah i get that you know i'll give a reason i'll give a reason oh this audience was kind of like this tonight and maybe they weren't as fun or they are a fun audience or they wanted this and i couldn't really give them that or maybe they're an audience full of you know, tourists. You didn't want. You wanted locals. I don't know. Sometimes they don't get. You don't because you can't always just ask the audience where are you from. I mean, you can during the set. You can. Yeah. But again, blaming the audience. No, you don't want to blame. It's just not a healthy. Yeah, and I, I thing think, to do. I think if you blame the audience too, it kind of ruins comedy in a way because then they might not want to come back if they're feeling like they're the blame. You know what I mean? Uh, there's some of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, an audience. Yeah, they they want to have a good more. time. You don't want to. You more. don't want to. Yeah. yeah, go out to a comedy club and feel like you're getting yelled at. But I've done it. Don't get me wrong. I've done it. Oh yeah, I've I, yelled at the crowd, but I also turned them around. But I would say those bad sets that I have, where I could blame the audience, are you know few and far between. Yeah, I've oh. I've done it before too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, but I've I noticed it really because on Saturday I did a show at a bar. And uh, it's like this comic, I don't want to say names, but he was just doing terrible and he was blaming everyone in the audience. And I was like, you know, you're, you're a comic. You shouldn't do that. You know? it's, you're supposed to make people laugh. And if you're making them uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, well, you can make them uncomfortable too. I mean, you, there are guys who, uh, 
don't mind that. I'm going to make the audience uncomfortable. There is that also. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. True. But I find that's funny. And but like if you're like insulting them and you know like eh, hey, I don't know. I just think that that's no. There's a there's a fine line of mm-hmm. it and overdoing it or, um, you know, the same going on and on and on about something that could be. You just gotta again. Know the situation, know where you're at, know what you're doing. Right. I always feel, as me as a performer, I like to think that I know more about comedy. I do know more about things than I definitely know more about me than the audience, where yeah. I'm coming yeah. from, what I'm planning for. Maybe I'm preparing for my next set. Maybe I have to have a set I got to practice on and they don't understand that. Or maybe I just did three sets of the same set that works and I want to try something different there you go. Yeah, yeah so they don't know they don't know yeah. you know you can blame an audience not blame but they're not they don't get it a lot of them sometimes yeah but at the comedy store where comedy's been popular at least recently they've uh, if you you know you get 15 minutes so you can take a minute or two to kind of get the the tone of the room and get them yeah you know on your side get them thinking because they do want to laugh they're not against you <laughs> yeah yeah you would most places. <laughs> well, you said that uh, you were telling me earlier that you got passed at the comedy store in 2003, right? 2000. 2000, yeah. yeah when I first moved out here, back here. I grew up here. Excuse me. Are you on? I grew up here in the L.A., uh-huh. but I didn't really do... I did comedy here once, maybe, then I left. I just knew that I didn't want to start here. Yeah. I knew that... Uh, I could tell after one open mic and one thing, one comedy event I did and go, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to take workshops and learn about everything I could learn about stand-up comedy. I wasn't interested so much in, in the improv and an acting class. Not yeah. that nothing wrong with that, but I felt I wanted to learn specifically about stand-up comedy because I knew that stand-up comedy could lead to me doing radio could lead to me doing acting acting could lead to me doing you know being an announcer whatever a host yeah man so i figured stand-up comedy learn that and so that's my foundation (laughs) it's not it's not podcasting it's not periscope Mm -hmm. it's not baseball it's stand-up but I also feel that, uh, yeah, you acting. I definitely think I could be a better actor if I take acting classes and work that muscle. And a lot of it, I just feel, is getting the time and putting the hours in. And but stage time, getting it and getting quality stage time. These are these are difficult things to come come by. Yeah, yeah. especially here in Los Angeles. Well, I have a question about the game stage time because uh, do, you used to do. Um it's called, I think it's called bluffing, the opening act on TV shows and like War, audience warm up. Yeah, I still do occasionally. Yeah. Oh, you still do it? Mm-hmm. Um, is that what it's called? Is it called bluffer? Is that like you think like fluffer? Yeah, is that is that where like you do? It's called audience warm up. Audience warm up. I mean, that's the real name. Yeah. technical yeah. name it's is technical is name. warm up. Yeah. So and, and I did. Uh, probably 3,000 TV tapings. Yeah. I've seen you do one. They're, they're fantastic. Oh, thank you. Which one did you see him do? The live dude comedy one was great with uh, Whitney Cummings was on the card. Uh, Mike Young? Mike, uh, yeah, that was, was a uh, stand-up taping over there. HBO. In, uh, in Showtime or something Showtime, like that. Showtime, was great. So, yeah, I've done a lot of these TV warm-ups. I got into that um, back in 2000 yeah. when I first moved back out here. And... Um, it's fun. I liked it. I liked being around. I worked on a sports show, Best Damn Sports Show. And I, I didn't know what audience warm-up was. I didn't, never even knew there was a job. And my friend was working on a show. I was doing this uh, show in Hollywood mm-hmm. there at Gower Gulch. Yeah. Oh, Gower Gulch. On Wednesdays and Sunday nights, I had a show Rich Williams and Brian oh. Burke. And it was a bringer show, but I would host, so I didn't have to bring people. But I would still tell my friends and all that. Yeah. So I did that and got to know guys there and would host. And uh, then Rich Williams said he was working on a TV show, like a Saturday Night Live meets sports. Yeah. So he was working on that. And then one afternoon he called me. He said, what are you doing? I go, nothing. He says, you come down to the Fox lot and talk to the audience. You're doing a test show. So I talked to the audience before the taping. 
and they liked it, and they brought me back for the next day, and they said, we're going to use an audience. You want to you wanna do it? I said, yeah. So that was the beginning of me doing Best Damn Sports Show. So it was kind of like that, just doing these first two test shows yeah. at the Fox lot. and So it just led into, for me, doing warm-up, which was... I just liked I liked having a regular job and then also being on the being on a television movie lot every day. Wow. Yeah, and having a reason to be there. Yeah, that's big. And then getting to work yeah. and be a part of a show where you know you're seeing I liked sports growing up, you know, so I'm around baseball players, football players. It's like, "Oh, this is cool." And I'm talking and I'm getting paid. Yeah. Nice. You know, so it's a nice did you ever get to meet these guys after the show? Oh, yeah. I mean, I met them all. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I think a lot of comics don't know that that job exists and then that you're doing that, and then you meet them after the shows. You know? I meet them after, during, before. I'm, I do everything I can to make sure the show is the best the show can be. The best damn sports and show. It, yeah, and if that means talking to the guest ahead of time over on the side, give them a little pep talk, let's go, we're going to push it, I would do that. Oh. Because I'm all about the show. I'm not. You can't be scared. You can't be intimidated. You can't be. If you're going to be a comedian, I'm a leader, yeah. and I'm, I'm scared of stuff. No. Yeah, you can't be scared if you're a comedian. I mean, that's. And you can't be. You know. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah. You just, you're leading. Yeah. So when you show fear, that's. I don't think that's uh, a, a good sign. If you're leading a group and you know getting them on your side with laughing and your the way you look at things and but you have to do that with with warm up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like they don't have a choice. It's yeah. not like yeah. oh we'll sit back and no you can't. You actually have to sit up. Yeah. And you have to laugh at the jokes. You don't have a choice. So I try to get them where like let's find the funny. Don't you know. Yeah. Don't uh, and, and even you know it's getting them to laugh at things who, that may not be that funny. Yeah, you know that's a that's a big part of TV and making it funny. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Finding the funny, it's fun, and that's a skill. I mean, you're you know you're above a lot of other comics cannot do warm up. A lot, most many, <laughs> in fact, yes, most people can. Many, yeah. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That is a specific skill. Yeah, because and he has it. He's done it. It's a different skill than hosting because you're going up cold. Find you know, you the funny. Get people. Well, I mean, hosting you're going up cold too. That's true. A yeah. lot of the time, it's 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 different than being the headliner. Yeah, you're not the headliner. Yeah, they're not. And when you're doing warm up, they're not there to see you. They're there to see a TV show. So the pressure is not on you. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Was, oh yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah, they're not there to see you yeah. do warm up. They're right. there to see a show, and so they're, you know, it's like they're not. It's a, it's different than doing a. a, a it doesn't necessarily make your stand up doing being a good warm up doesn't necessarily make you a better stand up. I mean, it does because you are getting the mic time and you are getting to maybe do a joke here and there, mm -hmm. but it's not ideal. But so, because you'll there's times when you'll do stand up and you go, God, I'm sounding like a warm up, or it can mess your ego because they're not there to see you. They're there to see these big stars. They don't even know who you are half the time or most of the time. So they're there. To see. So it could be an ego, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, not help your confidence. Same thing with hosting. You know, any type of non headlining spot, you're doing a spot up there, and. You know, you're not the headliner. They're not there to see you. Yeah, they so you don't got, care about the host. So yeah. you got to kind of... And then when you become a headliner, go, whoa, you're there to see me, but I'm so conditioned to you not wanting to see me. Wow. Yeah. So you have to get through these... You have to get through these mental hurdles or roadblocks, and then you also have to put the time in. Yeah. You know, so not to say that it can't be done, but it takes a long time Yeah. to get, get in that headlining mode or get in that hosting mode or get in that warm-up mode. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Once you do enough of it, but I also feel that you know warm up. I mean, being a headliner is, is probably the you don't have pressure. You have pressure like you got to sell tickets, and they're there to see you. But it's also easier because they know you. Yeah, that's true. You know, they're going to laugh at you right out of the gate. They know you. They know your face. They know your stuff. When you they don't know you, yeah. it's like, oh, who is this guy? Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's that <laughs> sort of thing. Well, Brody, we have some couple of Twitter questions. Is it, do you, is it okay if I take the Twitter questions? For you? No. No? Okay. Well, then, we good. No, go ahead. Let's hear them. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, did, uh, this one is from Six Rant Smith. Six Rant Smith. Yeah, that's his Twitter name. Interesting. Uh, yeah. 
It's funny how people's Twitter names. Anyways, uh, how are you able to channel your your frustration and resentment towards the industry, and has it helped you transform it into a positive and growing learning experience? Wow, um, I don't think that I, I don't think I'm resentful of the industry. Is yeah. that what he's saying? Is yeah, that what yeah. The, I'm not resentful. I'm definitely. Yeah, you don't seem resentful. No, not at all. No, no. I'm into just look. It's hard. And there's a lot of politics, and it's not about being the funniest guy, and it's not about, yeah, it's not about being the funniest person. It's, there's other things involved. It's a business. Yeah. It's show business. business. I know that, and I don't want to be one of those guys who complains. We talked about complaining earlier, or talk about how, or blame others. Yeah, yeah. So, but I definitely feel at times there are reasons for me maybe not being. Where I could be, because there's people go, oh Brody, I think you should be bigger. You should. I hear that sometimes. Yeah. But I also know that I'm different than others. Being from the valley, grew up here. I have a baseball background, audience warm up background. My mom's in Palm Springs. I've got things happening, meaning that real life stuff, real that, not that others don't, but it's kind of spreads me thin a little bit. You know, it was like people come here. They're able. They're coming here to make it from someplace else. I'm here. This is where I'm from. I didn't. I had to leave and come back. Yeah. yeah. I I had to leave LA. So, for me, I just feel I'm on a different path. So when others go, oh, why aren't you famous yet? Or you should be bigger. I know because I did warm up. I like doing warm up. I liked, you know, saying yes to things. Yes, instead of going, okay, maybe I should be smart and say no. Take that energy put something together, sell this. I'm, I don't really think that way necessarily. I think about put the work in, yeah. get better, people will find you, which it's, they have up to this absolutely. point, but That's I true. also don't have that, you know, it's not like I have a house yet or a, a wife and a child and all these <laughs> things. I haven't broken through in terms of that real thing. But you know what the cool... If you want to call that a thing. But the cool thing about you is like um, you're... You know, I'm I'm a I'm a comedian. I've been doing it for you know 13 years, and I'm only a feature, if that. But the thing is, like, you're a comics comic. Like, I really look up to you a lot, and that's thank you. Yeah, and like that's that. Well, I'm six foot two. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know what. Go ahead. Continue. No, but like that's why because like whenever I see you at the store, you always change up your set. You always get better, you know. And it's just it, I, really inspiration for guys like me who want to be like that, you know. Well, I thank you, and but that was never, you know, my intention was never to be respected or ooh, a comedian's comic. Yeah, it was yeah. never that guy. Just happened to be that way. Yeah, and I do try to do my best every time for the yeah. most part. And I wish I could do the same stuff because I feel that would, you know, protect me from all those times. I've been nervous up there and having stress. You know, a lot of it is like me breaking out of character. We're not breaking out of breaking out of what I want to do. It's like from stress. Oh, they're not laughing. I don't I'm You know, so. Yeah. But I also know that. yeah, it's fun, but I definitely like to have jokes, but it's like the more jokes I have, I can always go out and play. Yeah, and go and play around, see what's up. And then, oh, that's not, you know, okay, here's a joke. Here's boom. A joke, boom. Got it. All right, let me go play again. And then the more you do it, the more they get to know you. Now you're building up all these jokes. Now you got tons of jokes you can go back and play. And then sometimes you just play the whole night. Yeah. But it's being comfortable. I can't go in someplace and go Oh, look at that. I'm going to I'm going to play that night. It's just kind of a feel. Yeah, you got to be comfortable with your settings and the, all that stuff. Yeah. But the more I've been doing it, the more confident, the more mature, the more hours I seem to be able to adjust to the settings. Yeah. I mean, I've done it. I mean, it's not I'm I'm only not just at the comedy store. I travel around, sure. so I'm able to do it, but I feel like I'm always growing and I, I don't, uh, you know, I have shows later this month. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do. We'll see. I'll see how I feel. Yeah. But that, that's so intuitive. That's like that, that sports, that athletic, you know, background. You, you know, you can see the pitch. And, and Brody, can, Brody has that intuition. You know, it's almost as yes. though he's seeing, you know, is it going to be a fastball? And I'm not, I'm not a huge baseball guy. 
Let's hope you see these pictures. Yeah. No, I get you. I get what you're saying, Alan. <laughs> these analogies with the, with the with the great one here, and uh, it, it's funny because that intuition. I I'm trying to learn, man, and 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 you know he's coming in here, and I got to admit, I this is like uh, I don't know. This is I'm getting a lot, absorbing a lot from this. Good absorption. I like that. You didn't say weird. <laughs> <laughs> Alan was telling me about the time he saw you at Starbucks. Uh, yes, we I were, were talking, talking about in yeah, the I elevator. Was, yeah, I was I was very intimidated because I, I said, well, you know, we wanted you on. See, we wanted you on this show so badly. I, I'm actually staring at you. I can't believe you're here. Well, I live in. Well, I, I, don't you, be. You, I'm, you, but here's the thing. <laughs> I'm no, not. Just so I'm just a regular guy who lives in an apartment. I know. I yeah. know. It's just, you know, it was just. I think you know. I'm, I think you're really a great comic. I was like, standing so you saying, think that means others don't? Uh, great, no, thanks, Alan. No, I, <laughs> I, I personally think that. I, I, I know. You know. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that uh, you know, comedy. I, I did play sports. Yeah. And there's pressure in that. Yeah. You know, if you don't play, you get cut. I mean, you can play. If you sure. don't do well, you don't yeah. play. You could get cut. You have to keep up certain grades. So I took that, I took that, uh, you know, what I learned in college yeah. mm-hmm. to apply to and apply it into, uh, you know, comedy, yeah. open mics, going up to Seattle, grinding it out. Now I had support. Luckily, I had, you know, my mom and that's great. Her boyfriend or my father a little bit for the, but for the most part, it was just kind of they would help me as long as I worked. Yeah. You know, I always had to have a job. If I had a job, they would give me a couple bucks. So yeah. I always worked. Had it like Red Robin, or I sold T-shirts at Seattle SuperSonic games, and so, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I I took that because I I needed to speak. I needed a job that was going to give me. A place where I can talk. Yeah. And I like sports. And I go, oh, maybe yeah. I'll talk here. And they get to know the Sonics or somebody involved in the Sonics. And so that was what that ha- led to. And I led to me selling T-shirts and really, uh, you know, enunciated in public. You, you, yeah. I, I was never I – mean, I'm a shy guy. I'm yeah. not the type of can just go in public and do stuff. I'm, but, very, I'm very shy too, so I get that. You know, but if I have a job or I'm getting paid or it's sure. – I mean, I'm professional, I'll do it. But I'm not the kind of guy, oh, yeah, run out in the street and do that. No, I was never that kind of person. Yeah. But so I had to at least train myself to, like, be at, put myself out there with public speaking. You know, I played baseball. I had to cheer in the dugout, and I was on a team. Yeah. But public speaking, you know, that's fear, fearful for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah, it's like the number one fear. That and moving. <laughs> <laughs> Moving stressful. No, very yeah, it is stressful. So I had to, uh, you know, just train myself, put the hours in, and yeah. then you put it in. Then you feel like when your voice develops, maybe it's three years, maybe it's six years, maybe it's maybe it's eight, maybe it's nine, maybe it's ten, maybe it's none. I don't know. You, but you have to at least try, and that's what I did. And now with social media giving even more of a voice to people. Yeah. If I had this back then, who knows? Maybe I would be different, further along, less. I, I, I couldn't tell you. But I like uh, I like where it's at right now. But it makes it – it's still a business. Squeaky yeah. wheel gets a grease, big numbers. and But if you – again, you stay with it, put out positive energy. I'm getting good results. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm depressed or, oh, I'm not funny or nobody – I know people think I'm funny. Yeah. So Absolutely. how do you – can stay funny and you know be compensated for it i just don't want a day job and i you know don't want to be homeless don't want a day job that's yeah. kind of one of my that's the goal yeah. that's a great one goal. of my goals well speaking of social media i have a question on twitter about social media this is from ron jammin that's his twitter name he's also the producer of the show uh he said uh twitter became popular in 2009 you had one in 2007 what was it like to being one of the earlier celebrities with a Twitter, and did you know it would catch on? No, I didn't know it would catch – well, no, I never really thought about that, and I thought it was already caught on, and I never looked at myself really as a t- Twitter celebrity. Yeah. I wasn't doing any of that. I had maybe MySpace when I worked at Fox Sports. Everybody had MySpace, so I kind of did that. And then I remember I was at Chelsea for, um, you know – it was there for three or four years, three years, three and a half. But I didn't do Twitter until the tail end of that. It was just I was working. I would do MySpace, 
and then I think Facebook came about, and then Twitter, and um, I really didn't because you couldn't really do much with Twitter at that uh, yeah. at Chelsea. It wasn't like you could they didn't you know they discouraged photos mm-hmm. with celebrity or that sort of they thing. Yeah. So I didn't do that. Whereas Best Am I did, but I didn't even do. I guess I put some photos up on MySpace, but I don't know how I got about to tweeting. I just got about because that was what you were supposed to do, but I never look at myself as like, I mean, I guess I was on the cutting edge of it. I feel like yeah, I was one of that, the earlier that, guys and I did push it on Twitter. You I were saw, there. You were I showed there. the power of what Twitter could yeah. be and what it could do to you. And, you know, you got to be careful with that sort of thing. And it's also because it's always there. Same thing with like Periscope. It's always there. It's there forever. Is that what you said? Well, no, it's always you can just turn it on. Oh, and yeah. Go. It, it, yeah. Boom. It's, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, when you have a, a certain type of personality and it, I don't think of an addictive personality, but you're always pushing. How can I get in? I'm not in. Oh, you know what? I'll fire up that Periscope. And maybe that one Periscope, somebody's going to see it or I'm going to get big numbers and somebody's going to see that. Oh, Brody can pull big numbers or that's pretty cool what he did. Let yeah. me give him an opportunity for a TV show. Exactly. Yeah. You think about that or you could just put it together yourself and go, this is my TV show. Put it on paper. Let's pitch this and, and or you- something like that. Or, you know, it's just kind of, you, you know, I'm doing, I'm essentially somewhat doing what my show would be anyway. You yeah. know, it's kind of like a reality show already. So I, when I do my Periscopes now, I show a little bit of the reality. Yeah. And if that can lead to a job where, you know, not homeless and getting to do fun stuff. And the other thing is... I like sharing stuff with people, and it's not about bragging, and it's no. not about, like, look at me, because I'm not making money on it, and it's not about, it's, oh, look, I got 100 likes. It's about showing that these things can be done with being positive. I think positive. I'm not a negative guy. I'm not a complainer. Look at me. I got to be at the comedy store. Look at me. I got to hang out with the Cubs. Look at me. I got to do LA Talk Radio. Why? <laughs> because I say I'm, I'm a positive guy and guy. then if you show it on Twitter, you know, to validate it somewhat and that gives people... Yeah. Because yeah, I know this true. world is full of negativity. Thank yeah. you. So maybe that's my angle. Yeah. Is, oh, the positive guy. Excellent. Try that. But again, I don't have the house. I don't have the Prius. I have the respect. I know that comedians like me and I have a wide, you know, a wide resume, but it's not where it's, we're show business. We're not show buzz, show business. I like that. Show buzz, show business. A question I had to you about, because we follow each other on Twitter and, uh, I see a lot of trolls on you, and I just think that it's just so negative. Like, because I get a lot of trolls on mine. Just from, oh, you do? Yeah, because for my like, I I have Aspergers, and a lot of like a lot of people call me retarded, and I don't like that word. And because, oh, you know, I thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, see, you 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 just you you say something very very funny and clever back, and then you say then you block them. Like I, I think, oh well, like, you know, with the trolls, we're in a. I'm sure everybody gets them. Yeah. Everybody gets them because you ask, "Do you get trolls?" Yes. Yeah. So I do get trolls. Trolls are, you know, nobody like. I don't like them. No. Because I also feel like they're they're just they're being like a gnat almost. Yeah. They're And they're almost negative. They're being negative, but they're it's like cheap shots. They're exactly. negative, cheap, and they're not there in the room. They they don't know the context. They don't know what what triggered. There's so many variables, and they just like to get a rise out of people, or they're really angry. I think there's a little bit of both. Like they're angry, yeah, and they're also influenced by just the negative culture and how you could be popular by being negative. negative. I guess I don't know. There's some yeah. of that. So you get these guys. Because they're trying to be funny, a lot of them. Not all of them, but I'll say like... I agree, they try to be I, funny. I would say, I don't know, 60 70% of trolls, they want to be comedians. So, I mean, how do you get into an argument with somebody or even like, I'm playing the comedy store. I have a spot. I get two to three spots yep. a week. I'm already at a con- considered a major league place. Exactly. And I got a guy who wants to be a comedian, you know, taking shots at me. Here's the other thing. 
And I'm getting laughs when the Periscope. You. you can actually put it on Periscope and get laughs, and they can still go, you suck. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's another, there's, and it's, again, I don't need to defend myself. It's all. a waste of energy. And they're just kind of in the way, and they make yeah. it not fun for others. But I don't have to, you know, if I had a TV show, let's say I had a show and there, there was, it was, Paris, it was like Periscope and no comments. People would be happy with that. Yeah. That's why they're called trolls. They're so negative. They're these little trolls. Oh, trolls. there you go. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in. Oh, Thank well, you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> I think but I, most people ignore them, uh, probably. Yeah. I don't, and I do it for fun. Yeah. Also, I know when... When a troll, when I get a hold of one, yeah. you know, I'll do it every once a week or every once every ten days. Yeah. I know that the people get a kick out of it because I'm doing it for comedians. Yeah. I'm I'm doing it to like stick up for comedians and stick up for you know pe- good people. Yeah, like I and that's what I do. It's just fun once in a while, but it's you got to watch it because if you're doing it every day. It's really, you know, once in a while I do it. And I, 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 certain comments can get my blood boiling, and that's not healthy. No, no. no and especially tied in with an election, no, yeah. all that, that oh, adds to it. So yes. there's just a lot of heat in the air. But the troll stuff, I try to have fun. You know, I am a comedian. Yes. So we're going to have some fun with it yeah. and also uh, do it to, like, stick up for comedian. I always take a comedian yeah. side. An artist. I'm I'm on the artist side. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm an artist. You're coming down on me. Thank you. I know the other artists appreciate it. I mean, do you, Keith? I yes. I really do appreciate it. No, when I be, slam them. You do slam them because <laughs> I'm doing it in the name of protecting comedians. Yeah. yeah. So we're but with you. The thing about Twitter is like you have to. The thing I always question is how many of these accounts are fake. You know what I mean? Like. It seems like sometimes there are fake accounts out there that it just they make them up just to. Well, they're new. Yeah. Or they're, well, there's some guys who make them up probably to like, oh, I'm going to make up account and bug yeah. this guy. Or yeah. some of it's just, yeah. oh, I'm new to Twitter. And again, it's here's the thing: you ha- every year, every twelve months, nine months, or you're having new people out into yeah. the workforce, yeah. real people that aren't getting proper educations they're grow they're growing up on video games or growing up on negativity now they're out there with free time because they're not in school they barely work and they go on twitter and they're negative they've yeah. been taught that yeah and then yeah, hopefully true. a lot of it i mean some of these guys are married with kids too and they're negative it's just it's a cycle yeah but also Sad. it's Sad. uh if it can be it's just not something there's uh, i Again, we're wasting time on it. Not that all trolls oh, yeah. are bad. I mean, look, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying they're all bad. I'm saying no. for me specifically, for what I do, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I'm, I, I try to rise above it. But when I also say something that's politically not correct or politically not with the flow, yeah. I get I get nicked on that also mm-hmm. once in a while. Those guys are easy to deal with. Yeah. Sure. You know, I mean, actually sure. all trolls, to be honest with you. You know, I can handle everyone, but it's just... I try to be positive. They're, yeah. re- they're relatives. Gotta be positive. They're, re- they're relatives are hecklers. <laughs> Trolls are yeah. They're just they're in the same family. They're hecklers on Twitter. They're like cousins. <laughs> but there's that. They're and they're just like yeah, you suck or or not or they're just they're just devil. They feel like they're being devil's advocate. They mm-hmm. want to have a conversation. Oh, yeah. And I go, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't see you anywhere. I'm I'm old school. I don't build relationships through Twitter. I build relationships through face to face. That's how I did it. Yeah. You know, I know it's a new day and age and some you know what? If you're so passionate about what you think about me, come on by. Come on by the comedy store and say it to my face and tell me if you really think Amen. you know. So you're getting you're getting all worked up over Twitter. I'm not. Yeah. You know, come, I'm not saying come down and say it cuz I always say like why aren't my friends saying this? Why aren't other comedians even anonymously saying, "Hey, Brody, why don't you chill?" Or why don't you, why don't you like? They don't say it. Interesting point. Thank you. Why are my friends? It's a stranger in the middle of Iowa has to like bring it up to my attention that I'm being a jerk. No, no. you're not. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the uh, where we're at right now. And I think that if there, you do push back on the trolls enough, people know that oh, troll, and they just it really becomes, and they're lonely. Yeah, 
I, I, very lonely. People know. I think the tide is turning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of people being um, harassed by trolls. It's like I think Leslie Jones had sent the benchmark oh, for it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, see, I I tend to ignore them, but like I said, the the retarded word just that really it annoys you. Yeah. They call you retarded. Yeah. So. Because you have Down syndrome? No, I'm because, kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I'm a comedian. <laughs> so you, the Aspergers, right? So it bothers you that they say that? Yeah, because I'm I'm not retarded. I'm actually very smart. Okay, That's true. You know, and, so, but you know that you're on Twitter, and you know that there's people out there like that. So yeah, and yeah. you're also a comedian. So yeah, so yeah. you're a target. Yeah. So you I, you are aware of that. I am. I am. I just yeah. I'm very careful. I'm not even on. Twitter. I'm just saying, like, retarded is just not. Um, I mean, you could say slow. Yeah. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm saying like that word. word. Like people do have different meanings of it. Yeah. I mean, somebody goes, "God, that's retarded." Yeah. See, that's yeah. that's just. I could see somebody saying that. That's re- it's like slow. Yeah. Yeah. You could say it that way, but people are, um, yeah, they're tough on words. And again, on Twitter, yeah. You know, I think of every tweet I do, I think I could be getting in trouble. Yeah. That's but true. Here's Twitter the, is a dangerous thing too. But if it happens everywhere. It's almost acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you got in a car accident today. Yeah, we all get in a car. It happens. Or like you got a jaywalking yeah. ticket. It all happens. Right. It's it's not. Ex- it's getting in. You sooner or later you'll be able to say what you want on Twitter and else. Who cares? Yeah. Well, it goes back to what Brody was saying earlier about the, the comedian being the leader. He's not going to walk. Yeah. I don't see Brody walking on eggshells. Well, I do. I mean, you know, in the sense that you're you, you're worried about a troll or. I don't walk on it. When I do stand-up, I don't walk on eggshells. Yeah, I do yeah. my act. But when I'm exactly. on Twitter, I walk on eggshells. Oh. Everyone's watching yeah. you. They're just waiting for you to say something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And if you say it, it on you know, sure. live act, you know, I'm joking or it goes up in the air or it gets a laugh even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Twitter, yeah, you may get a laugh. You might get 75% laughs, but 25 or you suck. And But the more people deal with that, the less irritating it becomes. Somewhat, yeah, and yeah. it becomes like you. All, it's almost you like take away their their power. Yeah, that's good. Well, we have one last question that uh, we want to ask. Uh, this is from uh, at Tabor Johnson. Okay, uh, Brody, how do you f- uh, overcome your fear of your thoughts that you are not a good stand up, and can you give fellow stand ups advice to over fear these thoughts? Well, a lot of fear in that statement. Yeah, Keith, <laughs> this is Tabor Johnson. <laughs> oh, oh well, but you but. You did interpret. Yeah, yeah. So I would, again, it comes back to stage time. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get your hours in. Yeah. And you've got to, seems like there's a party back there. Going. Yeah, I think it's like their 100th show or something. I oh, saw well, a they're, cake they're back a, there. They're having huh? a great time. So I would say, again, with that, it's hours, hours, yeah. putting the time in, building up the jokes. You, you, got, you can't fear. You just mm-hmm. It's not something you want as a comedian. You don't want to... You know, mention that. No need to. And do your jokes. Have fun. Put your time in. You want to do bad. You want to learn. Tape your sets. Listen to them. I mean, you can, I guess you can go into all different forms of how bad you want it. You need to do comedy. Are you doing it just because to meet people? Are you doing it because, oh, I want to get on stage or I want to become a better communicator or people say I'm funny and I feel it. There's everybody has their own reasons for getting into it. Uh, for me, it was, you know, just to be the best comedian I can. First, you know, test it, see how it is. And then you get in, it's like, okay, I'm going to be the best comedian I can be, just like I try to be the best baseball player I could be at that time. Yeah. And with baseball, I mean, I'm still throwing the ball, but you have a limited window of being able to perform professionally at least. But comedy, you you're, you can go if you stay healthy. Did you ever try to be a professional baseball player? I, of course. Oh. I still, Who didn't? Oh, Who didn't? You, you, Playing Little League, you want to play, right? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, played through college, but I hurt my arm. I mean, my arm was just not going to allow me to uh, oh. pitch full throttle. Yeah. But then I just put that into comedy. I put that into comedy. But you don't have to. Not everybody does. Yeah. You know, everyone's got their own path. But I also feel that, uh, you know, energy is a big thing. And... Um, Positiveness, positive. Mm-hmm. That just, I mean, but you look. Those are. I'm just giving out formulas that work for me. Right. That I've picked. That I've learned from being around successful people. That pe- that comics seem to like, or sports figures mm-hmm. seem to like, and 
Again, but it hasn't necessarily. Again, I don't have the the house with the with the the compound and the the with the women and everything. Not yet. Yeah. One day. But <laughs> but I also feel listening when you're listening to others, like the the you know, oh, you inspire me, or this and that. You listen, you go, oh, maybe I do help people. So there's, I, I do appreciate oh, I it. So. It's yeah, not maybe. like something. Oh, I don't want to be the comics comic. I I, I accept it. Oh, I can tell yeah. you what, uh, Brody, you've helped me. I, I've watched you as a, a learning. So you stole mentor. my act. I did. I, t- I took a <laughs> no. That's a problem. People could say that. Of lines. I'm sorry. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. No, I know. <laughs> I, Alan, I know. But comedy for me is just something I enjoy doing, and yeah. uh, if I can parlay it into—I mean, I've worked. I've worked. I mean, yeah. look, I've been lucky to be Please. able to work for uh, you know fifteen yeah. years, yeah. not waiting tables. That's fantastic. Anymore. Yeah. That's fantastic. But yeah, and who knows what the, what the next fifteen? Yeah. Well, what do you have coming up? Like anything? Yeah, you, I don't know. For fifteen plug? years, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Um, well, I'm always doing shows. Sure. For example, tonight I'm driving out to Silver Lake. Oh, my. Nice. Downtown L.A. or L.A. doing a show there. I will be in Seattle, Washington at the parlor. I think it's Bellevue, the Washington, parlor. next wow. in two weeks. I'm going to be out in the Scottsdale area, stand-up Scottsdale, at the end of the month yeah. here in September. I'm going to be in D.C. at the Draft House, one of the one of the Draft Houses there Washington. in D.C. area. Nice. Yep, in uh, the middle of October, I think the the second week of October. So I have yeah, Seattle, D.C., Phoenix. Those road gigs co- coming up in the next month or so, and then when I'm here in L.A., I'm at the Comedy Store two to three nights a week. Improv. Um, I definitely need to get back to Largo, Laugh Factory, oh, Largo, yeah. Meltdown. Meltdown. So, um, yeah, the, Meltdown's an awesome room. A lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, venues and great rooms around town. So I'm always staying busy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, putting it out there and connecting the dots and uh, trying to have a good time. Also, you want to have fun. You want to have you know work hard, work enjoy. smart, enjoy, but also have some fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, be smart. Trust your instincts. Put your time in. Education matters. Bedside matter matters. Um, wisdom matters. Having a good heart matters. Having a brain. If you're not smart, I can deal with that. You know, educated. That's you need. You can got to get educated. But not having a heart. That's there's no excuse for that. That's not good. You know. So. Now, can the folks, uh, do you prefer them to follow you on uh, Twitter or on your Facebook fan page? I don't really do Facebook all that much. Uh-huh. I post, but not really, uh, you know, just kind of LinkedIn through Twitter. Yeah. I would say mostly Twitter, Twitter right now and Periscope. Periscope. Yeah. It's all linked up. But I do have a Facebook page, type in Brody, yeah. Facebook, comedian, that sort of stuff. Right. I love his Periscopes. You know, he drives. Is that Laurel Canyon that you take or the other road when you go over onto Sunset? Laurel. Usually Laurel, Laurel Canyon. I, I knew it. Crescent Laurel. Heights, Laurel I, Canyon. Bam. That's the road. That's the route. That gets me to the comedy store. <laughs> I take Laurel Canyon. and Beautiful. Uh, that, uh, you know, it's part of it's it. It's a beautiful it's a, drive. It's a nice drive. It's nice and gets you in the mood for, yeah. I mean, as long as there's no traffic. That's true. But gets you in the mood to, like, yeah, do stand-up at the comedy store and get laughs and be likable, have the twinkle in your eye, have your jokes, have an idea. <laughs> don't be, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. don't want to be too amped up. Don't want to be empty stomach. Don't want to. There's, so, there's a lot of variables involved that people don't seem to understand with stand-up. Oh, yeah. Each and every show... It's different. It's different, you know, and you got to get you got to get into that frame, that mindset quickly before you go on. You got to get in. Got in. Then when you're up there, then sometimes you got to abandon ship. But if you're at the comedy store enough, yes, you know that's why you got to go on the road. You got to have different experiences to really expand your brain and work that muscle because you can't get too comfortable being in one place. True. Yeah. Very good. Now, the last question I have is, uh, do you ever uh, do the judging on the roast battles on Tuesday nights? I, I've done a couple of them. I did, I think, some of the earlier ones, but uh, not so much. Yeah. Do you, um, like, do you like that type of humor? Or? Mm, I don't do them. Yeah. I think if I did a roast, it would just be a little too 
I'm too sensitive, mm-hmm. too on, too. It's a skill, yeah, definite skill. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but I kind of steer clear from that. Yeah. It's not. It's not my thing, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. To, to I don't. I don't like being ripped on. It's not going to make me feel good if somebody's doing these jokes, especially like you're doing a joke and it's like, what are you? What, what are your credits? Why? Why am I letting you do a joke about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're a comedian. Okay, I busted my ass. You're going to do a joke. Of, were you in a movie? Did you bust your ass to be in a movie? You weren't. Okay. So I don't like that. Yeah. Did you play baseball in college? No. I don't like that. <laughs> Are you from L.A.? You from L.A.? No. I don't like that. So we're not doing the roast. No, That's kind of where I'm coming I love from. That. Right. I'm oh. not going to let somebody who's not... Not saying that you can't. Yeah. You can. I'm not going to stop. But I'm not going to let it be open to it. It's put myself... I just not, I'm yeah. not... I'm not comfortable. Even though I have those things, yeah. I'm still not comfortable completely with myself. I'm always going to be, yeah. you know, yeah. I think the way I am is I'm always Great. raw and doing, moving it. on. So I just steer clear, but go ahead and do it. I'm not anti-roast. <laughs> this is great. Raw. All right, guys. Well, we're out of time. Uh, thanks again so much, Brody. That was awesome, man. No, I really appreciate I, it. You got it. Yeah. This is like a classic uh, Razor Riffs. Oh, Yeah. It is. It's cla- it's a this good one. A it's a classic. It's a classic. I was cracking this goes up. In with the, uh, Why do you think it's classic? Because you were on you it. Were on it you were on it. I mean, this is this is gold, my friend. Uh, this is gold. Comedy gold. Uh, wisdom. wisdom. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Alan, do you have any shows coming up this week you want to plug away? You know what? I'm I'm trapped in the belly room at the comedy store on Sunday, and I'm enjoying every, every bit of the stage time there. All right. Like... Stage time. Enjoy it. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to be headlining the Bray Improv tomorrow night. You could buy tickets at BrayImprov.com. Other than that, thanks, Brody Stevens. Thank you, Brody. You got it. Yes. And we'll see you guys next week, huh? Yes, indeed. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash KeithRaza. And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash KeithRaza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.